So I have been heavily struggling with how to start this episode of From Grief to Gold podcast. I am coming out of a four-month hiatus, which sounds absolutely crazy, but it was also absolutely what I needed. I've shared in previous episodes just the the whirlwind of the healing process and the healing journey and coming out of dissociation and depersonalization, derealization, basically just the heaviest state of anxiety that puts you into a null, essentially. And I guess I I can just share some of the, the highlights that have come over the last four months and maybe give you the permission to disappear for a little while, healthily, to healthily disappear and to remind yourself that you don't always have to be on, that you don't always need to be on social media, especially if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you know, any of those things. But even just if you are just a regular listener, like you do not always need to be on. And I have had to learn that and accept that and to remind myself that sometimes a slowdown is productive. Actually, a lot of times slowing down is productive and pausing doesn't mean that you're failing. Um, so since July, I think my last episode, I, I kind of discussed my financial turmoil that I spiraled into because of me being a freelancer and entrepreneur, you know, you are the face of your business, the face of your leads, the face of all of the things. So when you are not in a prime mental capacity to be there, uh, it affects your, it affects everything, especially if you're starting something new. Um, sometimes it's a little bit easier if you've maintained a business for a while and you're just kind of on autopilot. But when you were in the thick of it, starting something new, and you fall into this mental turmoil, it's not a good time. Let me just tell you, it is not a good time. But I don't want to be all negative. I I do want to share some of the positive things that have been going on because it has not been all negatives at all over the last four months. It's been quite the roller coaster, but a lot of really good has, has happened. I ended up getting a part-time gig as an event coordinator of all things. And it was quite honestly so perfect because it was for a military conference. It was called the Military Influencer Conference. And it was absolutely the types of connections and the type of room that I wanted to be in, the types of rooms. There were multiple rooms with amazing people, so inspiring. And I basically spent July through October helping plan this, work on catering, work on details, and it was such an exciting experience coming from the wedding industry years ago. Um, It was my first time kind of being in the behind the scenes of an event again, and I really, really enjoyed it. I loved the lead coordinator that I worked under, and... It was just such an inspiration for me to get back on the horse again or get back on the wagon or however the phrase goes. And 
I'm really grateful for that opportunity. It helped me kind of get above water again financially as well. And I have been doing growth marketing for a company called Spousely, which is where I sell my physical copy of my book. So if you ever check the show notes, you can find the book that I wrote under there, under the Spousely um, link. And Spousely is focused on military and emergency responder community, essentially. It's, it's all things military, military families, military spouses, military children, veterans, and same for, you know, the police force and firefighters, you know, all the things first responder, EMTs, everything. And it's, it's such a beautiful community. I'm, I'm working on some of the, the marketing for December and I'm really excited. It's so great to just see the community come together and support a cause. And I have really, really appreciated that and getting to meet some of them in person actually at the military influencer conference was so wonderful. These people that I had interacted with on social media and I got to meet them in person was just so like such a breath of fresh air for me. Um, so those were kind of where I placed my focus on for for the last couple of months. And I tried my hand at a relationship. And I'm grateful that I tried. I'm grateful that I put myself out there after a whirlwind of mental health and spiraling. I wanted a different, you know experience, but it is what it is. And something that I'm really working on is letting go of the outcome and letting go of expectations and just trusting what is. It's something that really helped me when I did fall into the incredible spiral financially was to just accept it as it was and know that it didn't define me and that it didn't make me any less or any, any less anymore. It was just a neutral experience and trusting that, you know, things will work out how they're meant to, whether things are a lesson that I need to learn or something that I just wasn't paying attention to. And I stumbled into non-ideal circumstances. You know, there are just so many things. And I think there's this beauty to life where things don't always go as planned. And part of the human experience is all of the emotions that we get to go through. And sometimes they're sad, sometimes they're happy, but I'm learning to accept them and to not see one as negative or one as positive, but just the beauty of experiencing life. And something else that I've kept to, and I believe I shared it in my dissociation episode, which is something that's been probably my most popular episode, was about dissociation and ways to ground yourself. I have not gotten back into lifting weights or martial arts, partially because of financials. I am so looking forward to the day that I get to go back into martial arts because I miss it so much. It was such such a head clearing experience. I absolutely love the martial arts community, whether or not it's like 
full-on Muay Thai or Jiu-Jitsu courses or classes, or it's just going out and hitting the bag, you know, for some circuit training or not circuit training, but cardio. And I'm so much, so very much looking forward to getting back into that. But one of the things that I stuck to was every other day, if not every day, I went out for a 30 minute walk to an hour walk. And whether I took my music and I just listened to my music or I just walked around and I enjoyed the sun and listened to the animals and I interacted with the animals and I touched the leaves and I laid on the grass and I watched the water, um, maybe the sunset depending on the time or the sun rising. And I think it's something that has really, really helped keep me going as as simple as it might sound, but just going for these daily walks has really just helped me level out. And I forgave myself for not being at a state where I have the energy to go lift weights or that I have the energy to go do these things because there's, I guess, the stigma because I have a background in personal training and health coaching and and actually officially launching my performance coaching, which I'm really excited about. But I felt like there was this stigma where it was like, oh, well, who am I to help other people when I only have the energy for going for walks right now? Who am I, you know, to X, Y, Z? And I had to really work on giving myself grace the last couple of months that it's okay it's okay that I am so exhausted that simply going for a walk and getting outdoors is what I need. And I mean, there's like hills and stuff, you know, like, and I probably walk like a good mile or two every day, you know, I was getting probably a good mile or two in every day. So it's, it's important to just keep that in mind that like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's okay to prioritize where you need to prioritize. I got back to eating my frozen meals, um, which is something that I'm a huge advocate for because I would rather see people eating every day and consistently than stressing out about, oh, this isn't healthy enough, this isn't healthy enough, and then they just don't eat anything and they're completely lacking protein, completely lacking vitamins and minerals and all of the things, carbs, all the things that our body needs to literally survive each day. I would so much rather see people eating and creating routine than beating themselves up about what they can and can't do. And I feel like this year has been a strong year of me doing that for my own self. You know, I can I can sit there with people and tell them all the ways that they, they should give themselves grace and that they should, you know, love themselves better. But I feel like this year has been a huge one where I've had to learn to give my own self grace and to forgive my own self and love myself. And I, I'm really grateful for this time off. I was able to go back home. I totally forgot to add that in there. I went back home to Arizona and I didn't really get to see a whole lot of my friends, but I, I did spend a lot more time with my family, which it's something that I don't always do. I think a lot of time I'm in such a rush trying to catch up with all my friends while I'm in town that I don't spend as much time with my family. And this past trip, I definitely got to spend more time with my family. So I'm really, really appreciative of that. 
and I finally got through all of my storage that had been sitting in Arizona for the last year, pretty much. So it was just, it was a lot of good, a lot of closing of chapters, bittersweet. Um, I'm like officially am a Tennessean. I, I have my car and my ID and everything is officially set up for Tennessee, which is which is wild. It felt like I was officially closing my chapter in Arizona, which is heartbreaking and exciting at the same time. But yeah, I don't I don't really know what I have for for today except just a little update about a hiatus and reminding you to take time for yourself and to give yourself grace and to love yourself for for everything that you you have done your mind your body to protect you and preserve and sustain and it doesn't have to look like this cookie cutter thing it's it's okay <laughs> we all are going through life in our own way and we have our own backgrounds and we have our own ways of coping and it doesn't mean that we can't change them and create healthier ways of coping by by all means you can 100% find better better ways of coping and healthier lifestyles but it takes time and it takes you being in the right place and sometimes you do need the help a lot of times we need the help from others and it can be hard because we if you're like me at all you are hyper independent <laughs> to a fault because Hyperindependence in its own self is is a trauma response that was our own way of protecting ourselves. But you're allowed to get help. You're allowed to heal. And you're allowed to give yourself grace and to love yourself for where you are at right now. Because I think one of the biggest importances is, is accepting where you are right now. And loving who you are right now and loving the person or, you know, your headspace, you know, your body for protecting you all the way up till now. And I feel like the self-acceptance and self-love is so important because we want to see ourselves at this better state. We want to see ourselves being on top of the game for everything. But if we can't love ourselves where we are right now, we're not going to love ourselves when we get there. We're going to be like, well, I could do better. Well, I could be this. Well, I could be that. And so learning to love where you are right now and find things to be proud of and to be grateful for and to love on is so important. And I think it's something that's not always talked about when it comes to self-care and self-love. We think of like bubble baths and going out and getting a dessert or watching a movie or, you know, all of these different things. But a huge piece of self-care and self-love is looking at the ugly side and the, the imperfect side and accepting it and sitting with it and giving it thanks because it's a part of you. You can't run away from it. <laughs> and like I mentioned, I feel like this year has just been a huge year of me having to sit there and acknowledge the ugly that I didn't want to face and loving it and being grateful for it and 
knowing that this isn't going to be forever. You know, my financial situation isn't going to be forever. My up and down spiral of depersonalization, derealization, it has gotten so much better. And I, last year, I think, yeah, last year was when I officially finished my book. I did not think that I would ever make it to this point, let alone working a huge event and helping a company with their marketing and working on my own coaching business and finally getting this podcast up and running again because I, I have a schedule now. I have a schedule through March and I am I have more people that I plan to have come on and join me for interviews and being consistent in marketing and all of the things, but I had to slow down this year. And I think it's something, there was a quote that I saw somewhere or a meme or I don't even know, but it it basically said, you can either choose when you're going to rest or your body will choose for you. And this last year, my body definitely chose for me. I, I am huge, huge, high-functioning, all of the things, high-functioning anxiety, depression. I was high-functioning DPDR. Um, and I, I, I think I... I sugarcoated a lot, and my former business coach and my business mentor, she she's called me out on it so many times because a lot of people, you know, you I, last year I was in my heaviest state of depersonalization, derealization ever. I actually didn't even know what it was until I finally looked it up. But even despite that, I was meal prepping. I was working out. I was going to martial arts classes. I was... I got my personal training certification. I got my health coaching certification. I worked a job and I wrote an entire book and marketed it and networked with people and met up with my friends all while I didn't feel like I existed. All while I felt like everything was fake. Well, I felt like the world wasn't real. I wasn't real. Nothing was real. And I was just completely void. And I did all of that. (laughs) And took care of my child, like everything. And that's not, that's not what it's about. That's definitely not how we should be living. And I know now that I look back, you know, I became a widow in 2018. And I uprooted my life. I sold all my things. I bought a new house. I did all these projects. I like networked with all kinds of people in my state that I lived in as a wedding photographer. I went out and did stylized shoots. I did all of the things. I took care of my kid. I was doing different workshops. I was just going and going and going. And I think there's this downside to high functioning because people think that you're doing great. And people think that you're like, well, they're doing so many things. Like they're doing awesome things. Like look how great they are. But internally, like we're, we're, we're done. Like we've probably been done for months or years, but it gets overlooked. Like I, I didn't even know that I had anxiety until 2020 when there were symptoms and it was like tightness in their chest, difficulty breathing. I was like, oh my gosh, I have these things. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have anxiety. How long have I been living with anxiety? How long have I been functioning under these circumstances? And I think it's a huge reason why I finally decided that I'm working on performance coaching for high-functioning entrepreneurial-minded people because that has been me, and I had to 
I got forced, my body forced me to shut down. And I don't want to see other people dealing with that. I want to see people who are high functioning as well and entrepreneurial minded. I want to be able to see them succeeding healthily, making sure that they are taking time for themselves and that they are giving themselves grace and giving themselves patience and giving themselves time to slow down and working on the mindset shifts needed to be able to still achieve our goals, but do it in a way that is good for our body and our mind and our soul. And I think that's something that I'm just finally truly accepting. It's something that I've known for a long time. It's something that I've read all the books about and all of the things, but finally accepting that you can have a balance. And it's not just you can, but you have to. You have to have a balance. So without needing to do these like four-month hiatuses, you know, or we're taking a year and a half off of being an entrepreneur. Like that that's not where it should get to. It should not get to the complete burnout where everything in your life is destroyed. So that is my goal moving forward as a coach is that I am a performance coach for high-functioning entrepreneurial-minded people. And I will be continuing this podcast for all things mental health. And I'm really excited because I have so many amazing people who have joined me over this last summer to share about their own stories. I have people who shared about, you know, their own mental health issues that have come up or situations that have happened in their lives and how they've navigated it. And I think it's just so beautiful because we, we do all have our own struggles that we're dealing with and being able to just sit there and share with one another that they aren't alone is something that I think is so important and so needed. And yeah, that's about all I have for you. I have the schedule on my Instagram and I'm looking forward to hopping back on this wagon and actually sharing things again. So thanks for your patience. And if this is your first time joining, thanks for joining. I have quite a few other episodes that you can hop on and listen to. And I hope you have a wonderful day. I actually don't even know if I shared my name. So my bad. Um, it's Melissa Ann with the Ruth the Gold podcast. So yeah, have a wonderful day. Uh, you can find my information in the show notes. And that's all I got for you.